There we go. And we're back again with Phil. What's a J stand for? Joseph. Joseph. Oh, Philip Joseph. And your brother Simon. What? Yeah. Oh, I don't know if he wants me to reveal that, but I will. I will reveal <laughs> that he's got two middle initials, uh, and they are DJ, which is very cool. Uh, and he should really, uh, really, you know, use that and catapult that into a proper DJ career. He could be DJ oh. Mills. Yeah, Simon. Yeah, yeah. So we're talking. About, I just think about the uh, <laughs> after we got cut off too much since the LA about the plaque. I think they do something. They'll put something there in the city hall with their picture and all, right? That'd be nice, you know, just for the, for the family and all, you know. I'm so, I'm just uh when that happened when that hit the news like just before I was like three days before election, two days or whatever Saturday, you know. I think it was yeah yeah. Because I, I think um, it was the day before they announced that she had been rushed to hospital, but they didn't, like, say anything. It was just, that was the situation, you know? People are, like, sending messages, oh, what's, what's, there's, oh, it's like the old conspiracy thing. What's, so, what's the coincidence that happened before the election? And, oh, no, she was sick for a while. From what I heard, she was ill. And she went to remission. I don't know all the details. It's private. But uh, she chose to uh, run because she's feeling much better, apparently, you know? So, uh, but that's, know. that's a dangerous thing right now where we're at, where it's just constant constant misinformation where we're trying to like uh confirm our own biases so it's like oh she just died so suddenly oh okay now well, we can turn it was, into a conspiracy it's like well. no, it's all private detail but regardless of that just that uh no, i know not everybody's tweeting everybody's tweeting you know condolences i was feeling it too i never i've never met her she's one of the few i never met but i've seen her work and all and just her, she's always smiling has a happy face and all you know so let's got i got a question for you thompson won the election he won his award again right See the big, get yeah, a big Michael Thompson, yeah. Okay, I know what I thought about. They don't want to talk about the air, but okay, that's what I believe. An old ex-military guy, been around, seen things like that, scenarios. He was set up. I think he was set up, and I believe that. You know, I met this. He's the only counselor I've met in the last sixteen years more times than any other counselor. I had a situation in one of the uh, churches, about one of the volunteers, and I called his office because that's his ward. And his office called back in less than three hours, and they got right on it. He's one of his old staff members. And then I met him later on, and uh, he's like the best responsive counselor I've ever had. And I talked, and I met him uh, just before uh, the end of the, before the whole thing happened with him the, at the Fairview Mall. I take my mom, I take my mom for a coffee and out shopping every week. So at Fairview Mall, <laughs> I parked the car, and who gets up beside me? Thompson. <laughs> his blue shirt, right? <laughs> I said, and I almost run into him. I said, Kelser Thompson, we meet again. So I got, I introduced my mom. My mom, you know, my mom shook his hand. And my mom's good to people, better than me. Right? So we, uh, and I talked about his mom because I met his mom. He didn't know, I met his mom years ago. She's a nice lady. And he always, <laughs> he says this thing as he walks away, you know, we always got to take care of our mothers. You know, and I always look at people in the eyes and the heart. You know, so my mom, as he walks in, my mom said, oh, he's such a nice gentleman. And my mom's really good people. So I heard, I told the news what happened with the whole thing going up in Muskoka. She said, I don't believe that man would be something like that. And just like common sense here, I know it's helpful to talk about it, but it's us just talking. Two things happen in two incidents in a certain time frame. Come on, that's, this guy's in a pillar community. You know, he's an intelligent man. He's fought for ethnic rights. He's on so many boards. He's on so many committees. I've met this guy personally. You know, I put my, I stick, I stick my rep on this guy. You know, but 
what's going on and what that went down and all that. It's just something not right about the whole scenario, you know. The fact that he won with such a high uh, vote tells you something right there. People believe in it. And I talked to you, not just you, I talked to other out of all the can I talked to 40 candidates all in total on tweet and message. Oh, wow. I, I hope he hears this message. I want to tell Mr. Michael Thompson that we candidates, 40 of us that I talked to, all believe you're innocent. And they believe that. But they didn't want to talk about it because the election time, they wanted to burn their chances. Now we can talk about it because it's over, right? <laughs> you know? Right. So I, he's a nice guy. I've met him. He's a good guy. He's good. I've talked to a lot of, I do a lot of volunteer. I know a lot of volunteers. Now, every one of these candidates, or sorry, every one of these incumbents, that's why based on endorsements for the five incumbents, when I asked to pick who five, like Bradford and uh, Robinson, and then in Thompson, whenever I talk to people, and they, oh, we'll talk, oh, that, that, he does that, 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 you know? He does this. He does that. Oh, he's great. No, I can phone his office. I can when it's when they say I can phone his office and I get a response and I can vouch for that. So just want to say what I feel about Thompson, Michael Thompson. I think he's innocent. He's a good guy, and he, whatever happened within the settlement, I hope he get cleared out. He can continue on his career. You know, it's such a shame. You know, like that. I've seen that happen. I mean, so I'm not interested in kind of declaring him innocent or guilty. Wait, um, neutral, eh, buddy? Because I don't, <laughs> I know. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's because, I mean, a, where's your I, backbone, I buddy? <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. I mean, that's that's fair. I I could I could have a stronger stance than than you know mellow in the middle, but uh, like, stance, the truth is, I haven't looked too much there. into what it. Talk about stronger stance. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> um, you know. Again, I I don't know him well enough. I I can't vouch for the his character or any of that. Um, so I'm not I'm not interested in in saying he's innocent or guilty. I just know there's a lot of things that come up. You know, well, I just want to state that before we get situation. Make that, you know? make that statement for myself. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, that's, no, that's no, no, good. Not, I wasn't coercing you to agree with me. No, no, just my, I just want to say it out loud. Oh, I thought you were, I I thought you were to, hoping to just have I a little... Just, uh, I wanted to say that before during the election, make a video, and everyone say, no, 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 you're going to kill your election results and all this stuff. Like, really? Really? You can't stand it? I don't know. I I think you can be honest um, at any time. Just, you know, you are who you are. And, uh, yeah, I wanted to do it. I wanted to say, you know, I, wanted, I even left a message, but he wouldn't take messages on his uh, website. They weren't receiving messages. Got blocked or whatever, I guess. He has too many, too many crazy messages or whatever. You know, oh, I gotta, I gotta, oh, yeah, I mean, I imagine I gotta, ask, I gotta ask you a question. Where'd you learn how to write? Uh, actually, uh, that's a funny question because, uh, I, I guess the question. answer is I didn't. Yeah. I, I, like, people, uh, know, people don't know this about you. That's why I'm asking because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell people what I, what like, I know about you. Like a few weeks back, I met up with, uh, with Kiri. The, he was running against, uh, Michael Thompson, actually. Um, and he's he's part of the MSA, like with uh, Adam Golding and yeah, them. Yeah, MSA guys. Yeah. Um, and he had one of the things he had asked me while we were, you know, we were talking through some of our thoughts, which is great. Really like talking to him. Uh, he asked me like, "Where did you go to school?" And ah. it's, like I sort of laughed because it it never it never came up during the campaign. But I only I only have a high school diploma. Like I didn't I don't have anything beyond that. No, you didn't answer our question. And Here's that's where did you learn to write? That the, I guess high school, I guess high school English class. So those who didn't know why I'm asking this question about is because he asked uh, Phil asked me to help him with his uh, campaign when I first met him. I met this guy on Tweet in June, right? 
back and forth, messaging back and forth. And you said, you want to do it, you can share your, your campaign. I said, okay, send it to me. Let's talk about it. Because I already did my campaign just briefly. And then like, what's the first thing I asked you? Were the first like, candidate you know? to reach out What's the to first me? thing I asked him? I read your notes. I was like, where'd you learn how to write? Like, I said, my gosh, I do a lot <laughs> of reading. I read a lot of classics and all. I've seen a lot of writers. And I said, you know what? You're one of the best writers I've come across in a long time. You're like me. I can do it on paper. <laughs> like, like, you know, facing an audience. But first, now I'm used to it. I'm getting better. But uh, that's why I asked, like, if you got See, that's a natural talent. Oh, you had your statement. and your uh, your um, debate. Your open debate. Yeah, you read, yeah. You read your statement. Yeah. I mean, that was, I mean, I was you sent me a copy. I liked it. It was so good. You know. Do you like that? Oh, yeah, I loved it. I, was, I, I, I sat at the back making jokes. You're making me laugh at your expressions, right? Remember the one you did about uh, <laughs> Crawford and uh, Party was going on back and forth each other, and they're going to argue, and you're sitting right, right, you're right in front of me, Louis, and you're like, you're going like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. They were, they were so over the top. That was hilarious, you know, the whole attack thing with Party and uh, Crawford. No, but you just have natural talent to write, you know? That's amazing, you know? Some, pe I mean, some I people have that. So, no, just high school diploma, and you, so you have it inside you to write well. And people haven't seen your writing like I have. Well, they can just read your opening same for your doing it. Tell right there, you're a good writer. I even told Nick Costum check out his writing, you know? I talked, I talked to other people in university. I thought, oh. I talked to two people I knew in university. One's a professor, one's a theologist. I said, check a look. I'm going to send you this guy's tweets. These are stuff that's writing about his campaign. And they asked him the same thing. Where did he let, Where did he get his education? <laughs> See? Well, there Hidden you go. Talents. The answer is... Uh, Hidden talents, eh? You just, you know... Um, like, my, my interest in politics is just... I don't know where it came from. I just... Uh, I started paying attention. I, this isn't exactly what you were asking, but like, you know, just sort of, um, you know, I paid attention. Really, I started paying attention to politics in 2015 uh, with that federal election. That was Stephen Harper. That was Justin Trudeau. That was uh, Thomas Mulcair uh, for the NDP. Um, and that's I, I feel like I, I started paying attention to the politics then. But then the next year was, you know, as we all know, famously Oh, they got frozen. Uh-oh. <laughs> Bill's screen has frozen. He'll come back. Hey, Bill, if you can hear me. Oh. Are you back? Did that fix it? Yeah, you froze. Did I fix it? Did I put you on the spot? Am I still frozen? Did I put you on the spot? That's why you froze? <laughs> <laughs> Am I still frozen? <laughs> no, no, you're, you're quite movable. In fact, you're all over the oh, place. Okay, all right. <laughs> Stop moving so fast now. <laughs> Sorry, all right. Too so you're much, thinking about uh, you, your 2015, you're interested? So yeah, I was paying attention to politics in 2015. Uh, but then 2016 came along with the dumpster fire of, you know, Donald Trump versus Hillary Clinton. And for the, like a couple years after that, it was, I was very much paying attention to U.S. politics. Oh, and really? I mean, that's interesting. It's interesting, and it's like a it's like a soap opera when you don't live in the country that you're paying attention to the politics to. Yeah, it's like it doesn't affect your that. life, so it's just entertainment, right? Like it's not you're not doing anything beneficial when you're paying attention to another country's politics more than your well, own that's countries. Like, that's like so that's like that's like our news is so. Which I got so bored just before the COVID. I got so bored of the uh, our local news. It's the same thing over there, and even like I'm not making fun of the reporters, but it's the way they're I don't know they're the train like city TV news. When they ever do the report, they also do like this. And then we're going to see an example. It's not like, there's a lot of like drag queens. <laughs> there's a lot of like depressed drag queens sometimes when they're talking. They have the same monotone. <laughs> so I do. They go like, 
since it's since the assault, so it will be on Simon 11. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I went to watch ABC. Yeah. Before I went to Ignite TV and I couldn't get any more. But I watched ABC uh, News at six o'clock. You know, I liked it. They showed everything. I like just a variety. No, no, you're doing Sorry. You get kind of mundane with the same. That's why you watch American politics. They're much bigger than us. And they're, uh, they, they, they cover are. everything. They cover all their candidates. They cover their babysitters. They're so, they're so loud. They are oh, so loud and boisterous, which is hey, like, I, I mean, I there's a niceness about that too. I, I train these Americans, believe me, I know they're loud. <laughs> with, I, can, I don't know what it was where I, tell you, I just I tell you, I got. I can tell you a funny story. So I'm in the okay, I'm, in, right. I'm in I'm in the military. So back in the military, you see when you train in all these uh, events, you have to go by weight category and age or whatever, right? So in the military, you have to they train us. So they have this other these American guys come and train. So it's supposed to wrestle them, right? That's wrestle these guys, right? I'm back in only 115, 115. So I get this on the last tournament. I came into the finals. I got to one. I'm 115. It's like David Goliath. So who are you gonna face? They go by cat. They go by markings. Okay, you're gonna face so and so, corporal. So this big guy looks like friggin' Dolph, Dolph Lundgren walks on this on the mat. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, uh, and they're all like, all my friends, are, all my like, all forty eight of us are like, the cruise is gonna die. The cruise is gonna die. So, so I play cat and mouse, right? So I, I forgot. I never told you, but I got I got trained by a, a private sensei years ago in another another part of that's another story. Anyway, so I go up there. They ring the bell. There's big guys looking at me like he's like. Looks like he's Russian, but he's American. He was like this, he was like, yeah. I, de I defeat you, you did a peon, you know, like. So I played chicken. I played like, okay, but I knew what I was gonna do. I'm not gonna take him down by strength. He's too big. So I went up to him. I was like this intimidation, little 115 skinny guy on intimidating. He's like, I'm bobbing around. He's like, he's looking really like you know, like something out of a Rocky movie. You know? So, anyways, I did some stuff. He went down. I pinned him, and I won. <laughs> Hell yeah, baby. He, he got up. He was so pissed off. He said, Who going on you? Who do you think you are? All like 80 of us with our sister balloons, like, Yay! We're bringing him to the bar. <laughs> so there goes my story, but don't ever ask. Don't ever go by appearance deceiving, right? It was funny. Phil, what is your approximate video game knowledge? Not you mean like Small or large? No, it's very small. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you know Street Fighter? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, my nephews play it all the time. Because my the image you're giving me of this guy is of Zangief. Yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah. who that is? <laughs> exactly. I know, yeah. <laughs> so that's the that's the image of when you're talking about this guy, I'm just imagining Zangief. I have I just wanted nephew, you to know that. My, my youngest nephew playing, I'm gonna do a babysitting. He's like playing that video game. That when you're talking about Street Fighter. He goes, come on over, Godfather Phil. Called Godfather Phil, Uncle Phil. He says, uh, look at yeah. that. I'm killing you. I'm killing you. Like some sitting there going playing with the other guy. What do you mean to kill me? I'm pretending at you. You're the big guy in the video. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> Gee, thanks, buddy. Thanks for loving me. <laughs> yeah. Listen, they they don't quite know that barrier of Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> They're not quite like, yeah, afraid he's yet. He's like seven years old at the time. It's like it was hilarious. Just a look on his face like I'm gonna kill a guy by the fill in my video <laughs> Jeez, thanks for the upbringing. Where are your parents? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a dolly? Get my niece's dolly to go play with this guy. <laughs> so, how old are your kids, by the way? Your kids are what? Uh, well, their birthdays are coming up actually in a few weeks. They're going to be uh, 10 and 6. Oh, they're both together, the birthdays? Oh, actually, yeah. I, I realize that's uh, 
that probably does. So my son was born uh, December 12th. My daughter is born December 14th. And you're apart? So, uh, uh, oh, they're like four years apart. Like, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Uh, and then my birthday, not that you asked, but, you know, to give you an idea of you know, how busy it is in the. <laughs> I didn't, I asked my kids. <laughs> Listen, you didn't ask. I'm just giving you a picture of our house in December. I'm ready okay? to Because my birthday, is, my birthday is also in December. December what? Um, so it's a busy month. Huh? Do you want to guess? Do you want to guess my birthday? Uh, let me hold on. Seventeen. Nope. Okay, twelve. That's my son's. Oh, your son? Okay, told your kid's son. Okay, yours is the twenty fourth. So close. The twenty fifth. Twenty. Ew. Yeah. You're kidding. Yeah. You're born on Christmas Day. Yeah, I'm a Christmas baby. Your yeah, Christmas man. Baby. Wow, you must have been quite the bundle. 7 a.m. Hell yeah. Wow, 7 a.m. That's oh, why I'm all about sacrilegious, baby. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Wow, that's cool. I didn't know you were born on Christmas Day. Actually, you know what? You're the first guy, actually, anybody's been born on Christmas Day. I mean, people 23 or 24. Really? Yeah, you're the first one. I know a lot of people, a lot of birthdays, you know? So Hell yeah. Yeah, wow. We ex Was that a due date? Was that expected on the day? Like, were your mom expected? Oh no, I was my due date was, you know, January 9th, like just just a regular day. Oh, I came early. Okay, cool. But you're your old your brother's younger than you, right, Simon? No. I'm oh, I'm the youngest of my of my brothers. They're all older than me. How many brothers do you got? I got three brothers. So Simon I met, right? Yeah, you met you met Simon, uh my brother Jordan. He uh we work we both work security downtown. And my brother Isaac, who teaches English in China. Oh wow! I think you mentioned that. Wow, wow, it's amazing. He speaks Chinese. He's learning, um, but it's 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 a hard language. More... I study the military. It's you study the four the four tones. There's four tones in the Chinese, the, or the Mandarin, I guess. Cantonese, whatever. Can't remember. It's been a while. It's. But, uh, it's, I, it's I, a... I think that's another confusing thing. The fact that it's like. The, I mean, they're two different languages, right? Like Cantonese and Mandarin. Yeah. But it's like, uh, I mean, I I can't even wrap my head around French. Like I'm a terrible Canadian, so you know, um, any other language is just beyond me. Yeah, throat language I can't handle, but Chinese was something we had to study specifically for the coding we did, and they had the four tones because I have low frequency hearing. I mentioned in my video, so I, when I get tested in the military, I got tested below beyond below the human comprehension, more like they said dog level. So that's where they put me in sonar. and uh, So like when I came to doing the languages, for me, the Chinese was, I found it easy because I can I can hear the tones. Oh, wow. Right? But I hear, when I'm downtown Chinatown, I can hear when they're talking. Like I don't understand the language, I've given it up. But I can hear the tones that they're talking different tones. They can like, you, like you wouldn't hear that. Like you probably think it all sounds the same, but I can hear the different tones or whatever, you know? Also, the, you know, like, uh, you know, some kids are born uh, uh, with certain conditions. You ever heard of audio communication? Uh, no. Well, they teach you, well, well, I'll give you an example. They teach us how to uh, communicate with a person that's deaf, but knows how to speak audibly through his throat without comprehending what, how to explain. Audio communication is a, is a communication language without using your mouth. We just use words and symbols. Oh, do you mean like, you mean like sign language? No, sign, no, sign language is more like the, is this, uh, picturesque, whatever. But like I had a, we had a, we had a young kid in our military, son of one of the soldiers, 
and he was deaf and had a special need uh, situation. So I used to communicate with audio. It had a, they train you for it. It's a it take, it's a long training. You speak to the to the kids speaking. You're doing like you're doing like tapping and sound, and you speak it oddly, but you're not speaking. You're actually verbally saying things that he will comprehend on his audio level. It's hard to explain, but they train you that. So actually, with I my think kids, I, I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, it's really it's a, it's a unique way, to, especially with kids that can't speak verbally, special needs kids, like kids special for kids with uh, mental incapacities, whatever. You can do this. So I had this kid at the church there not too long ago, and he had an audio, you know, like a setback. He couldn't speak verbally like us. So, and the father says he doesn't speak, but he can see, he can hear his tones and sounds. So that way I came and I started talking to him. And I, uh, and they didn't believe me. And then I talked to him in a way, and he talked with his hand, and he banged it on his uh, wheelchair. I could understand stuff that you're saying. And he said, uh, your son wants to know if we can have a, uh, if we can have, if you go to McDonald's, that's what you say, right? And they said, how do you know he goes, how do you know he likes McDonald's? I mean, he just told me. You know, can you teach us that? I said, no, it takes a long time. <laughs> but just uh <laughs> hidden things you'll find about yourself you can do, right? With the with the tone, the language yeah. and all. You know, but it's like sir, like even like uh like to this day, like because it gets more sensitive when you get older, like uh sirens or when fire like a fire engine when I'm on the street, I gotta cover my ear. You just shake like yeah. Uh, yeah, even certain uh different sounds like uh like we have a train over here. Because by every so many hours, right? If you stand in a certain area of the room, the living room, I can pick that up on the, my uh, my uh, sound level, and I just it bugs my ears. Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah. I, I I know. I mean, I'm not obviously. I'm not going to say it out loud because that's an invasion of privacy. But I know where you live. You know, based you on our conversations. I, so who do you think you are? I know where your I know where your father <laughs> lives too, and your brother well, lives, buddy. <laughs> they live down the road. <laughs> Uh, exactly and i was i was thinking to myself i was like phil where are you talking about there's no train in that area and i was like oh right at the bridge there how do you know there's no train <laughs> it's in been so area? long since i've lived there i do i do know there's a train now i do know there's a train there because yeah, i'm remembering it now the lord there's, a, there's not there's not the one on lords going over uh under the lords that's oh, right under victoria park the one further down yeah, yeah between Way lawrence down. and ellesmere yeah 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 Whole neighborhood echoes so loudly with the buildings around. You can hear like you can hear it like oh you can hear you can actually time it with someone by, right? It's the other train going that way. Yeah, that's no, that not that one. The other one. <laughs> so that's funny. No, yeah. it's funny we talk about you know your uh, we're talking about addresses and you see your dad just just down here like just around the corner in the townhouse with your brother. That's so funny. You know. Yep. Your dad's military, right? Yeah, that was wild. No, um, and uh, the reason I you're confusing that is because my dad used to work at the the Salvation Army, the church. Oh, okay. I thought he was in the military for a minute. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, and I could, and again, I completely understand where that mistake comes from. Okay. Yeah, he's a he's a church guy. Oh, a Salvation Army guy. Okay. Is he still going there? Oh yeah, he still goes. Yeah, there's the one, one at there, uh, uh, Warden. Yeah, yeah, that's where I went for Warden bizarre. and. Uh, Ellesmere? No, Lawrence. Lawrence Warden okay. and Lawrence. Okay, cool. So back to the, uh, we're talking about the um, about the results and all that stuff, about the whole thing. But they, yeah. I was saying last time we left up, they said, even they got the new ward candidates that got elected, what they want done and what went across the city hall, it's going to, you know, if it gets all done, if we get everything all they want on the platform, what they want, I think that's great. But reality is, you know, they got the same guys there. Nothing against the incumbents, but, you know, you get set in your ways and all that. It happens, right? I think that's that's what's frustrating to me about these like strong mayor powers, is that it's like it's it's implying that John like 
yeah, it's being presented as okay, John Tory is now given the power to do housing in the city of Toronto. And it's like, okay, but he's also he's had a council on his side for the past eight years who could work with him. Yeah. If he wanted it done, he could do it. He clearly doesn't want it done. So what are these powers gonna do except just give John Tory more power? Yeah. Like and we're supposed to trust him to do the right thing. Why should we trust him? So all these people that got voted in, though, it's not in, not any of the war candidates, the new ones, but all the incumbents. I mean, some are not Tory minions, as I call them. But I mean, there's some that they refuse on their own. But aren't they going to say themselves as incumbents, like, or even the like people that got voted? Why did I do all this canvassing for? And then people are saying like, I voted for you. Why can't you get it? Like I voted for uh, one of the guys, my my war guy, you know, and he got in or whatever. And now or now he's got no he's got no power. Basically, it's all up to the mayor. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, yeah. doesn't it contradict the constitution of the right to vote? Like, doesn't it go down the trail? Well, I had the, you can't stop it, me from it, voting. And like I say, because if you're voting, it, if you're one of these council guys in, you're voting as a constitution. They got voted by the people. Okay, the people voted them in. And the people, and they, now these people, these board incumbents that are all back in, new ones are all saying, I got in by the people. But you know what? I can't do nothing much. So what's the use of going in and 25% now is going to go further down with this result, you know? <laughs> exactly. So so exactly. <laughs> exactly what you're talking about. This is exactly why our our voting turnout is so low because they feel like no matter who they vote in, the powers that be say, well, it doesn't matter. You don't, you won't get your way. So what's the point? So that's why a lot of people, what, this election was what 28% voter 28%. turnout, yeah. like, and that's because people feel like their voice doesn't matter. And there's also a bit of a, an image where municipal politics itself doesn't matter. And, uh, you know, as you and I, as candidates, you know, paying attention to our city and obviously we want to make the city better, we know that's not true. We know that municipal politics are very important, and it's just it feels defeating. When John Tory does a campaign, he runs a campaign where he just shuts his mouth, you know, keeps quiet, and then, you know, he gets voted in, and then, oh, by the way, I asked Doug Ford for more power. And then what about... Could you have said something? Then what, and I was going to ask you, how, many, how, many, how much media coverage did you get? <laughs> what was that? You got media coverage by your local paper, that was it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, oh, actually, uh, not that you're asking, but... Beach Metro News. Is that a new one? Uh, no, this is the one that has... Your bio, your autobiography, right? Ew. Yeah, I, read, I got see. that one. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I got oh, that one. Oh, baby. Yeah, you know, I bought it. And of course, of course, my friends Carthy and Kevin and Corey. Uh, my to, uh, friend Gary. What happened to Car uh, Kevin? I haven't heard from him in a while. Kevin, um, he's still tweeting a bit. I think he's still floating around. I don't know too much about what's going on with Kevin. Um, and Parthy? <laughs> um, again, I've, I've seen him tweet a bit too. I don't know if they're like, I'm sure they've got things on the docket. You know, they're, they're professional guys. Uh, Kevin is an engineer. He'll be able to get a job wherever he goes. 
Our theme that? was the GDSB trustee. Oh, yeah, that's right. Is Misha going to get his uh, junction funding in, in his four years or what? This poor guy. Well, and that's, oh, yeah, fuck. I was just thinking about that, too. The, um, yeah. you know, the whole rail trail thing, how they're saying it's been 50 years or something, yeah, right? Yeah, like, in seven years he's been trailing. And then, and it's like, okay, so Gary Crawford won. And, of course, you know, that day we were both there at the, the trail. Um, you know, he's been the city councilor for so long and it hasn't happened. So why should we expect in the next four years that that trail will happen? Well, that's what I mean. Is it good? Poor Misha is going to be fighting again for another four years, you know, you know, and then, yeah. And he'll be inviting the uh, next but lecture, it, next lecture at the junction of the next after four years about getting it done. You know? Well, I hope I can uh, keep enough of a public presence so that, you know, I can, Maybe I can go to these things that uh, Misha is doing within the next four years, not just, you know, when it's an election, but before then, too. I feel like I, I need to learn how to be a good community advocate. I don't know how to do that yet. That's what I'm doing. The, I'm doing these, I did the show like you're doing, Municipal. I'm doing my own thing, getting little interviews here and there. And I got I got one. Uh, I got one with a lady. Uh, her name's Kelly. She's a uh, teaches uh, women. I think women, senior women are in, in their 50s. Sports and fitness, so uh, oh, yeah. Cool. So uh, looks like I'm running out of time. Uh, me and oh yeah, ten minutes is okay. But she's gonna she's gonna do uh, uh, an interview with me, and I want to promote her uh, business. That's what I like, you know, getting this. Very uh, cool. Yeah, I love promoting, especially. Uh, I did a coffee brewer the other day. Went down, and did a video about them. They just opened up there. Did a nice story. They got the background. Hung out there for about an hour. Bit. Got. I actually I went went doing an interview with them too. Well, she she came. She said, "I'll do the uh, video with you." I asked Jenny Warren. She's good, but she's busy. She'll do it eventually, but she's busy right now. I said, "You know what? Let's, whenever you have time, let me know. We'll do it and just talk about people because people, you know, believe it or not, people are. I get a lot of emails. I don't know why I'm like the email king of getting all your like, about you and everybody else. I don't know why. I guess because I'm doing videos at the beginning of my campaign. But if you're asking like you and they're asking about uh, what's going on with the candidates, the ex candidates, where are they, where are they where are they now? You know, they like, oh, where are they now? <laughs> Where are they now? Uh, well, people back are, to like, doing what yeah, uh, I get exactly a lot of, I was doing. I got left from about Jenny Warren. I did an endorsement video for her. She got like, in one week, and then when three days, she got like over 200 hits on the video I did of her, right? So now people are asking, have, well, she tweets, but uh, I won't say that she told me some stuff. I let her, that's her decision to say when she does the video or the interview. But uh, she's doing good. She's okay. She, I wanted, people want to know how she's doing and all that, you know? Because a lot of people feel disappointed. A lot of candidates that, that have good platforms, like I said, I feel all the candidates that didn't get on there. But still want to get stuff, and that's why I was. That's why the next few days you saw I was saying, "Get back in the race, don't give up, come on." That's why I gathered them. Are you going to stay in? Are you going to vote again? I mean, are you going to run again or whatever? I mean, four years is a long time, but you know, before you know, it's it's here and gone, right? Like I heard some of the yeah, uh, oh yeah, yeah, I heard some of the uh, like even some of the Mary candidates. I know like uh, Sarah says she's taking easy. Chloe says she's not going to run. Uh, Gil says yeah, Chloe did say that, right? Yeah, I'm disappointing. And then Gil says he's not going to run either, and that's also disappointing. I mean, I, I kept bugging him for a long time about his tweets, and but uh, he stayed in as somebody said he stayed in his bubble of circumference of getting his certain votes. But even even in the debates, you can hear the frustration in his voice, and it is frustrating because the uh, he made a point. Uh, all the rules we followed, you know, the incumbent didn't get them follow the rules, right? We had to follow the rules, and we had to, you know, yeah. And like I know, even like the uh, the young the youngest candidate, Jack Yad. He uh he was on there too. He's a good guy. He's good. I talked to him a few times. 
He's not, he reminds me of an American, me of an American mo- Western when I talk to him, the way he talks. He's got a bit of an accent. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like, cool. But he's, he's a smart guy. He's, he's, they're all smart. All, all American, all the platforms. I met most of them, like they're on in the front there, except for uh, Panwasi. But uh, all of them I talk to, and uh, and just uh, it's discouraging, you know. Even though we're all in competition, all of us. That's I mean, I, well, I see their tweets. Like I saw Chloe's uh, tweet after she lost and I, about her disappointment, and I saw Sarah's, and I saw Isabel's, and I saw Jill's. I mean, I said, you know, even though we're competing, I mean, you don't have a human heart to these people. Like, you know, just feel for them what they've gone through. I mean, I did a lot of canvassing, like, you know, I did people. I did canvassing. I did. I did all awards twice. I didn't take any pictures. I just went go shook hands. I went Willie is helping out the gardens. He wants some help. He says, "Do you want my vote?" I go, "No, no let's go. To, I'm here. Let's do some gardening over. Let's go get it done. You know, if you want to vote for me, that's fine. You know, but people say you should take more pictures, but that's something I have to get used to. You know, military guys are private. <laughs> I never talked about anything about my career until I go to the lecture. My now my family knows what I do. Oh, you did all that? Wow. <laughs> you never told us yeah. that. They just knew I fly around the world on different ships and planes. Oh, you're in a sub now? Oh, cool. <laughs> I come home. <laughs> People understand I'm like, you're away like, in the military. Like I saw my family in the time of, like, in two years, um, one time, two-year period, I saw my family twice. And then my, my dad wow. passed away when I was in the military in BC. And that was hard for my family because I was the, uh, had to come back from BC for the funeral. Well, because you're hard. You're far away, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And especially on ship. When you're on ship, it's, it's so hard. Unless somebody, if somebody's ill, they can't get off. But if somebody dies, uh, apparently back yeah. in the day when I was, it cost. If I my dad passed away and I was on the ship, it would cost it would cost the government thirty thousand dollars to get me off the ship from a copter because every not every ship has a copter. So the copter had to come on a nearby yeah, ship, yeah. fly over to our ship, and they can't land right. So I'd have to be in a. I'd have to go in a boat or a boat or <laughs> <laughs> a, 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 a um, uh, what do you call? It? I can't remember. Anyways, to their ship. From a distance, then the cop you go get on the copter and then take off to the mainland, which would be part of Europe, whatever. And then go, then take a plane, fly back to Canada. You know what I mean? So it cost them thirty grand back then. So when they talk about getting all this, the whole vaccine, but uh, firing all these military people, they didn't want to take the vaccine, like like the nurses and all. I said, you know what? You know, I don't think you realize what you're doing. I'll give you an example. I was a coder. There's only right now there's only ten people in the forces that know the old code like I do. So these people that are still in, like three or four, if they fire them. They're screwed. <laughs> there goes security for that area. <laughs> you got to train these guys again. You know, it's like nurses and doctors. I you're mean, fire all, you fire all these nurses. They're all gone to the states. Why would you fire these qualified? Now they're looking for nurses. They qualify nurses. Now they get in programs. You qualify. You're firing qualified nurses that took care of all these people when they're sick. And I, I don't. I, I do a lot of volunteer. Seeing these doctors, especially nurses and social workers and the supporters, you know, seeing the look on their face on a bus coming back and it's a waiting line. And you can tell they got the uniform ready to go to the hospital. And I said, they got that look on their face. I'll try to be happy. But I said, you know what? I, I remember this one nurse there. She let it. And she was just like, I just want to go to bed. I said, how long? I just, I just came off a 24-hour shift. I had five hours of sleep. I said, oh, my gosh. That was during the COVID, before the vaccine. She's risking her life every day. And how does the government repay all these people for risking their lives, putting their lives on loan? Even truckers. I don't know what the truckers did not of, but still, to the point that they brought stuff. You know, the supply and demand, bringing stuff over. Cutting down their sleep sleeping hours for truckers are very hard. You know, I know people that are in truckers, you know, you need a minimum of hours to drive those big rigs over the border. And what they do, they're not taking the vaccine, all got fired. Everybody got fired. You know, I'm trying to get my cousin on the uh, interview. She's in the state. She's a, uh, there's five kids on the, her side. 
she's the oldest one. She's the CEO of uh, one of the banks here in Washington. And I don't want the she'll I hope she'll tell me the uh, I don't know the exact name of the disease or whatever. She has a condition where she takes certain medications. She her blood clots in her system. My sister knows them. The Myocarditis or something? You know, no, that's like, that's a hard thing. Yeah. So she was. Uh, she got a. She was, didn't have to take the vaccine, any of them at all, because of her condition. So that's okay. That's an example. Of, right. So what? They're gonna fire her now, according to our standards, because she's a CEO of a bank. So she's fired because she can't take it because of her condition. Now, when she's a CEO, not just that bank, she covers a whole bunch of branches, money and government, all you know. So if she get rid of her, there's gonna experience. CEO gone, fired because because she can't take the vaccine. So I'm saying, like, Obira, I took the vaccine twice, and my shingles came back twice. And I had shingles for eight years. I went dormant. They say you never get rid of shingles. So I went dormant for, like, three and a half years. I had no shingles. I washed what I ate, and I was fine. I took the vaccine at 4 o'clock on a Saturday before Easter Sunday. 8 o'clock, I was in bed for three days. My shingles came back. <laughs> Jeez. I took the second one. I was in bed for two days. So, so it's not all foolproof, these vaccines. So when people... Uh, attack people like Sarah about her mandates. I mean, I see both ways. I can see what they mean about how dare she talk like that about the mandates. But I'll go see, like, everybody has a condition. And also, they're not 90% foolproof all these vaccines. So I'm not sure how much time we left there before you get cut off here. Oh, oh, it's right there. So I got two minutes. Oh, so that, that's a new two minutes. Two minutes. Okay, go ahead, Bill. Do whatever you do. Talk whatever you do. I got two minutes. I'm talking too much here. Oh, no. I got to I, I do... I got one minute and fifty seconds to be pro vaccine, pro mandate as fast as I can. Um, yeah, except, you know, I, obviously, I, I probably can't. Um, yeah, I, I think we would be good. Um, I, I feel like it would be hard for me to get across what I want to say about this because, um, like, a lot of it is. I, I don't know how to get across what I want to say, but it's like. These are a lot of these sorts of things that people are complaining about, like requirements that sort of come up in jobs suddenly. Yeah. Not not that not that we should be okay with it, but a lot of lower income jobs work like that. And we just have to kind of like suck it up. In the same way when they introduce people are probably gonna be like, What is he talking about? He's sort of like, why didn't they just talk about why the vaccine or whatever? It's like <laughs> when they introduce the body cameras for the police. Yeah. And the police officers were like, "Oh, oh wait, no, it's gonna I, be less than, less could you?" Less than one minute. I'm gonna, I'm gonna end the video. I'm gonna end the video so I don't. Get okay, all right. Okay, so hold on. I'll talk to you after. Thanks for having you, Phil. I'll do another session with you uh, next time. So I'm gonna stop the recording. Thanks for coming on my show, there, buddy.